Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. Let's play ball. Friends, welcome back to God's Playbook. Today we ask the question, does Lent change parts of the Mass? So let's unpack that question. First and foremost, yes, in the seasons of Advent and Lent, our Sunday experience of the liturgy is changed slightly. In the season of Lent, the gospel acclamation is changed. So we move from saying Alleluia, which means let us rejoice, let us be glad, and we don't use the word Alleluia throughout the season of Lent. That is reserved for our experience again at Easter, when we realize that the tomb is empty, that Christ is alive, we proclaim the Easter Alleluia. In Lent, however, we are not rejoicing because we have entered into the 40-day journey with Jesus in the desert. We connect our sufferings with the sufferings of Jesus, and so we aren't rejoicing in that respect, though we still rejoice that because of his suffering, we are redeemed. And so that's where the gospel acclamation moves to, praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. When we say this, there are different methods to which we can sing that and chant that. Okay, Praise to you, Lord, King of eternal glory, is an example. Okay, so there are different mass settings that allow for it. But nonetheless, we still give honor and praise to God as we're about to unpack the richness of the gospel for the day, but we're not using the usual gospel acclamation. What's also different is we don't use the Gloria at Mass on Sundays throughout Lent as well. So the glory to God in the highest, the profession of the glory of God by the angels, in Lent this is omitted except on special feast days. Like the other day, we celebrated the Feast of the Chair of St. Peter on Thursday, February 22nd. This reminds us, friends, that Lenten liturgies are called to be simple. So there's going to be less singing. In some parishes, they cease to use musical instruments and might be singing a cappella. The purpose of all of this, to have simple liturgies, is to reflect less on the pomp and circumstance of the liturgy itself and the Mass and to really simplify it so we become so immersed in the sacrifice of Jesus given to us that we are totally focused on the Word of God, that we are not distracted by all of the extras within the Mass and rather we understand the very basis of the Mass and the sacrifice of Jesus for the salvation of the world and how we rely on the holy sacrifice of the Mass to assist us. What's also important, again, is that the presiding priest is encouraged to simplify the liturgy, to sing less. So your parish priest might through the year, especially on the holy holy days, uh, to, um, to sing to sing the opening prayer, to sing the preface, to sing the closing prayer, perhaps 
He might even sing all of the mass parts, which is strongly encouraged on a Sunday. And while we can still sing the mass parts, the priest is encouraged to simplify the Lenten liturgy. And so again, the glory is omitted. The gospel acclamation is different, as well as instead of saying the mystery of faith, and we might say, Lord, by your cross and resurrection, you have redeemed a world or you have set us free. We might use the response, save us, Savior of the world, for by your cross and resurrection, you have set us free. Or we may continue to use one of the other forms as well. So again, you notice that the language is focusing more on the suffering and the death of Jesus. That needs to be our focus as we turn away from sin and learn to be more faithful to the gospel message. So when you notice this at church, friends, when you see that the liturgy is called to be simple, it doesn't mean let's just get this over with and rush through it. No, that's not the purpose of why the church calls us to these simplified liturgies. But rather, again, it's in the simplicity of the prayer itself where we see the majesty of the Lord take over. So I encourage you to enter into the beauty of the sacredness of the liturgy, specifically the Lenten liturgies, and allow us truly to understand the reasons why the church professes what they do to help us to grow in our relationship with our God. The liturgy continues to teach us so much as we continue to unpack the many beautiful secrets and the beauty of the liturgy itself. Sometimes less is more. And so in Lent, the church invites us to freely worship God and thanksgiving for all he does for us, but in a more dignified and simplified manner to allow us, once it comes to Easter, to separate the times of renewal purification from the times of intense joy. Thanking God for all that he does for us and most importantly for his sacrifice and death on the cross. For God's Playbook friends, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via Buzzsprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks, and God bless.